Right, hello everyone. Thank you for tuning into this special bonus episode. So what I thought I would do, every couple episodes, I wanted to give you a candid conversation. So this will be available on audio only and it will be quite a deep topic that you'll definitely be able to relate to. So I'm having a conversation today with my friend and we are going to be discovering, discussing various topics um, centred around body image, um, whether that is surgery, um, weight loss and just having a discussion about how we've come to terms with our body or if we're still coming to terms. <laughs> um, this I love this because it actually reminds me of when I first started The Good Space in my room with like my mic just hooked up to my working from home desk because it was peak pandemic times and I had an episode on called plus size problems and I was literally just venting about being plus size and all the issues that come along with it and it was just really candid and honest and I'm liking that I can bring it back to that place um so a couple years after that episode I actually had a gastric sleeve surgery if you don't know what that is basically the doctor cuts out 80 percent of your stomach um that was it's mm, I want to lie and say yeah I really thought about it I didn't think about it that much (laughs) I didn't think about it that much I was just like yeah no this is it because I've tried stuff and I'm just gonna do it so I did it I went to Turkey I'm open about it it's on my social media and I've spoken about it online as well um and then I got to I got it done and it's been like a year or some and I'm still in a place where I'm like, because it did not do what I wanted it to do. So that's definitely what sparked this conversation now. It's like, when are you happy? What is, like, is there a cutoff point? How do you decide when you're happy? And I'm having a conversation with a very dear friend of mine today. Um, She'll be coming from a a different lens, I would say, Mm -hmm. but it's still under the whole guise of, like, body image and how that makes you feel. So, friend. (laughs) Hello, friend. (laughs) So I just spoke briefly about like my surgery. Do you want to just like speak about like maybe the procedures you've had or planning to have or whatever? Yeah, yeah, sure. So today I've had um how would I how do I define it? Okay, so I've had I guess what people are familiar with like a Brazilian butt lift. Mm-hmm. I've had that done twice. Um I've had liposuction done twice and one tummy tuck. Um, I've had a breast reduction, t- well, well, I've had two breast reductions, and then um, in a, well, at the end of this month, actually, I'll be going to get um, my gastric surgery. Yeah. Um, so I guess they all come under the umbrella yeah. of cosmetic surgery. Yeah. Um, so all of those procedures, they've happened over a period of, I would say, maybe five years. Yeah. I think my first operation was 2018, and then here will be like well the end of this month will be my next one and they've happened um over the course of three different times um once i went to turkey and the other two times i went to the dominican republic love the art sorry that's not about the point but i Mm -hmm. actually love the art (laughs) like so with do you feel like you thought about yours because i remember when i first met you yeah i think you were prepping for your first one is that correct was it i think the time you met me i was prepping for my Second surgery, but first Dominican, first Dominican surgery. Okay, yeah. Okay, I wasn't, okay, cool. And I feel like you researched. So the first one, um, that was quite sporadic. That was, I don't think a lot of planning necessarily went into that. It was more so like, 
I was getting well to be to be fair I feel like one day I just woke up and all this weight was just on me and for a long time I was I would say I don't know if denial was in the is the way to frame it but I didn't feel like I'd put on that much weight mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but those closest to me who I know have my like best interests at heart they were like this is not like what's going on and then I was like oh maybe maybe something is going on yeah so um I remember to be quite candid I, I had a um I had a holiday that was coming up, like a party island holiday. I think it was Fresh Island, Croatia. Oh, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I think I that was one, it. Yeah. And I, and that was coming up, and all this weight I'd put on, I was just like, Ugh, no, <laughs> this, this 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 has this has to go. And even though that was already in the works um, for me, for it to happen, I'd had a conversation with a friend who, at the time, I'd recently made up with. And she had said that while we weren't talking, um, during the period where I was saving up, I was really body um, body conscious. So I didn't want to go out. I didn't want people to see me. So it was kind of like, you need my house, you need my house. Mm -hmm. So I guess that period where we weren't friends, in addition to her not being able to see me because one, we're not friends, it was also like, I guess I was quote unquote hiding. Yeah. So she had made a she had made a comment to me like, oh, some another mutual friend of ours um, that I was no longer friends with had just said that, oh, the reason so and so is not like you're not seeing them around as much is because she's gotten fat. Wow. And then to me, being that those two people weren't really in my day to day life anymore. The fact that that, I guess, information had made its way back to yeah. them, I guess to me was like really scary i was just like oh so does everyone think i'm fat now so even though the the surgery was already planned to have like to go on Mm -hmm. like a couple months after that i guess that incident was more reaffirming to me that yeah i need to then do it yeah so the first time i went to turkey I had an amazing experience. Um, the the hospital was really clean. It was amazing. The doctor was really nice. I did a lipo- I had liposuction done and my first ever BBL. Sorry, was that one day? Did one day, yeah. Okay, so it's cool. a joint surgery. So it's liposuction. It's and it's a BBL. Um, Turkey. I feel like there's there's more restrictions than there are in DR in terms of how much fat they can remove okay. and reinject. Um, so yeah, I think that the operation itself is about four hours. You come out. I was. It was like an indescribable pain that I've never yeah, experienced yeah. in my life. Like everywhere was hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but because at that time I was following a lot of like surgery um, pages like on Instagram. Yeah. And I guess there's like a secret surgery community on Instagram yeah. where you can make like surgery pages and you, you'll you build like a following from there. Not a, not a following in like a creator kind of sense, but mm-hmm. just in the community yeah. kind of sense. So girls would be sharing tips. So from that, I kind of knew what to expect, what products to buy. So I had quite a seamless um, experience the first time round. That was fine. I guess my eating habits didn't really change. Yeah. So two years later or even maybe I think I want to say a year later actually I was like I don't like this anymore Mm. and it and I guess the the um the look that I got after my first time of course I was smaller and more and more curved Mm -hmm. than I was ever before Mm -hmm. and I think at that that time in like 2018 Mm -hmm. not a lot of people in the UK I knew at least had Instagram I'm sorry had um had had any cosmetic surgery absolutely you are like the first person yeah the the only kind of influencer I knew at the time was Esther from Backchat she had had it so I think I literally went two months after Esther had gone. So I guess because she kind of seemed to have had a positive experience Mm -hmm. too, that kind of made me feel like, you know what? Yeah, this is going to be cool. Yeah. So I had that done. After the first time, I feel like I had this like new lease on life. Like I was so happy. I didn't have this like 
pudge anymore I was more curvy that was that like I was just over the moon I feel like I I gained a confidence that I didn't have anymore and I was just so ecstatic I was over I was just over the moon with that so I guess those kind of feelings it it kind of became like a high I had to chase because all the time because I guess when you first have surgery done and then you're in your you're in your post-surgery garments you're the smallest you'll ever be mm-hmm. and you look amazing you mm-hmm. feel amazing and so people, it, are, telling and people are telling you you look mm-hmm. amazing and people's treatment of you i guess is better mm-hmm. while i've never had bad treatment mm-hmm. or i feel like i've always been the someone who's been under the male gaze mm-hmm. always but mm-hmm. it was like times 10 mm-hmm. after the surgery which i guess was that was that in itself was quite reaffirming mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. so when I then healed after the first time, and then I guess this is like the body I have now. Yep. I liked it. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah. But then it's like that high I had immediately after the first time. I didn't have it anymore. Oh, so okay. then I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, yeah. it's okay. okay. And then I guess because the... And then also, I think, whereas America or American culture in terms of the females were starting to become a bit more prominent or a bit more accessible to us in the uk i would see like these american up-and-coming influences at the time i was like oh i like how they look i want to look like that was there anyone in particular so was who so ari like the carl sister so yeah ari had a really nice body i liked how she looked i'm trying to think so like there was a lexus sky um who was that yeah i think those were the i think those were the you had like nikki well nikki at the time had never really come out to say she'd had surgery but but you knew she'd had surgery so it was it was that kind of thing so i was like oh i want to be more curvy i want to be this and i want to be that um because turkey you can only take out a certain amount like like a maximum of fat out Mm -hmm. it was like even if i did go back to turkey again that kind of vixen-esque physique i was looking for would it would have taken longer to obtain in turkey and at the time i just thought i just i'm not going to get it here Mm -hmm. so that then led me to go to um go to dr the first time and um same amazing experience um i did i did a i did a bbl again um and instead of doing liposuction again they i did a tummy tuck so a full tummy tuck so i don't know if your viewers are familiar with what that is but it's like they all cut you from one side to the other so technically from like the top of your hip to the other side of your hip so it's that way yeah it's yeah so it's literally like a yeah so it's horizontal so it goes from side to side um because i think she just explained to me that if if, because of how much stomach fat i had um if she was just to lipo me it would just become loose and eventually i would need one anyway so I think at first when it came to the tummy tuck, I was just like, do I want this massive, ugly line that is probably going to be prone to darkening over Mm -hmm. time? Do I want it? And I kind of went back and forth with the idea of doing it. Um, But just last, last, I just settled and said, you know what? I want it. So if it, like, I'll get scar sheets and just try to lighten it up as much as possible. So we did that. And then I feel like that was the first time where I looked at my body after um, me, me going to DIY. I was like, I love this. Like, yeah. this is what I, this okay. is, this is, this is the happiness I've been, I guess, striving for. Mm-hmm. Um, I was still kind of growing in my surgery knowledge at the time. So even after I healed, I wore the garments for as long as I was supposed to. You're supposed to wear them for a minimum of six months to a year. I think I wore it for a year and a half um get you're supposed to go in and to get get the garment regularly taken in by a tailor did that um I didn't know I wasn't really aware of what waist trainers and kind of waist training garments were at the time so I didn't do that so a year and a half later 
I guess loads of things would happen. Just life, life. Yeah. Life, life. And I put on weight again. Yep. And I was just like, Two questions Mm -hmm. first. DR, you said BBL again. Did they change the shape? Like, how does that work? So. Did they they just add more, take some out? So they, so the the first time they did it was fine. It was, it was, it was, it was all right. um, But I wanted it bigger. Okay. So they re-injected, sorry. They re-injected fat back into the, into my into my bum again so that happened the second time and then in between the second and third time um i just put on weight again i guess yeah no it didn't change that's the thing that was funny out of all the things that would change in those intervals of putting on weight again my bum never changed changed. it was yeah yeah, my bum never changed um what what i noticed was that it's um Whereas they'd also injected fat into my hips to shape them and make them bigger. Um, when you then put on weight, I was noticing in my case, which is not the case for everyone, when they when you do put on weight after a BBL or after cosmetic surgery, the the fat that had been the fat that had been reinjected into my hips, when I then put on weight, they just became even bigger. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. feel like it started to look somewhat unproportional. So I was just like, I had this really small waist put on weight and then now I have these gigantic hips yeah. which are even bigger and to just give I guess context to how much the circumference was I think when I came out of surgery the circumference was like 50 50 I don't know what is it 50 inches 50 inches, inches yeah. yeah and then when I had put on weight it had gone to like 55 56 okay. and don't get me wrong 50 is still a lot it, and is this your hips this is my hips yeah, yeah. isn't isn't it like that's what it's big hips like yeah. that's the thing right that like, is the thing so yeah. don't get me wrong yeah. i don't think even now where i'm i'm, I'm happy with my body yeah, yeah. i i'm not going i wouldn't ever sit anywhere and say oh i have a typical or normal proportionate body my body is not proportional i get that okay. but if you're going to have a waist that's 26 mm-hmm. inches and mm-hmm. then have a hips that are 50 inches of course mm-hmm. that's not proportional yeah, yeah. but then with the additional weight gain and then looked even more unproportional yeah, yeah. but to proportion unproportional to the point where i now didn't like it okay. do you get okay, what i mean so it wasn't but i'm like it's not meant to be proportional. yeah it was never it was never yeah, meant to be proportional yeah, but i was happy you. with it yeah but then when i put on weight it, it, it was like i okay. don't like this anymore mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah that then happened um and was that after uni the weight yeah that yeah that was I mean, the weight gain. yeah the weight gain again mm-hmm. and then the third time i did it again um what did I yeah so the third time I went back to DR that was my most recent time and I had a breast reduction and uh and a tummy tuck revision yeah and that was that was that was it to be fair um and then yeah I came back and I feel like now whereas you know I've had all these years of surgery experience I know what to do to make my body look the way I want it to look so it's just the aftercare regimen like it's it doesn't stop just after the one to two year mark where you're healed like waist training became so repetitive so what i would do i would have a waist wrap i would wrap that around myself and then i would have a waist corset and then for about two years i was religiously wearing that waist wrap and waist corset every day Mm. from i would try to in the beginning it was about i would wear it for 23 hours a day i just wouldn't wear it when i would shower then it went to 12 then it went to six Uh and then more recently as of let's say february i was just like this is long yeah like it's not is it made like you just wrap it yes yeah so it's so you wrap it around it's, it's kind of like you know what the mummies had in egypt like the stuff they would wrap around the mummies yes. yeah, yeah it's yeah. that's the best way to yeah, describe yeah, yeah, it and yeah, then yeah. you would have a mid-length corset on okay. top and i guess the reason why i was so like oh i have to wear this every day mm-hmm. um Whereas I wasn't going to the gym mm-hmm. and I wasn't eating healthily, it was mm-hmm. like to me, if I'm gonna gain weight, fine, but 
if the midsection gains weight and then everywhere else is as well, I'm just going to look massive. Okay. So that's when I then thought, okay, waist training every day mm-hmm. for the rest of my life is not a feasible option. No. I physically can't do it. It's, no. it's, it's tedious. I don't like it. It's tedious. It's and it's uncomfortable. Yes. I think at first it's not uncomfortable because your body is so soft and like kind of like floppy yeah. after surgery to where okay. even if you are putting excessive pressures on it through uh-huh. garments, it doesn't feel as crazy uh, like as compact, compact. Yeah. yeah but yeah. then whereby now i'm like two years after my last operation yeah. my body doesn't want it me to yeah, have it on and I, yeah i have yeah. to take it off and yeah. i have now but then it's like oh like if it grows which i don't want it to mm-hmm. how do i do how do mm-hmm. i combat that mm-hmm. so that's what then led me to make the decision to say okay i'm gonna um i'm gonna get a gastric surgery and like you said it's where they cut they cut out a percentage of your mm-hmm. stomach and then you know mm-hmm. hopefully you just lose lose the weight eat. you yeah. don't eat and you lose <laughs> the weight it's actually more healthy yeah. than that i'm like being a bit dramatic yeah no yeah. no no definitely yeah. Yeah. and then i think with the with the gastric stuff what's been the most kind of challenging for me is one um because i'm already like I, i'm a bigger girl but I, I i don't know if i would personally classify myself as plus size I but yeah no i would say size. i don't know yeah. I, I mean i'm like oh mid-size they then mid, yeah, yeah so i'm mid-size yeah. so i guess the the concern i had with the gastric was because it's intended for more plus size and whatever's after that if i then go and get 80 percent of my stomach cut out how much am i going to lose mm-hmm. do you get what yeah. i mean mm-hmm. because i'm already not that big anyway yeah. So people were just like, yeah, because of, like people tend to lose a lot of weight on the gastric. You just need to go to the gym. And I know that some people will listen to all this stuff and just think, okay, the common denominator here is you don't want to go to the gym. <laughs> and you need to go to the gym because that's what's causing you to go back all yeah. these times. And I'm like, and if someone said that, I would say 100%. <laughs> And I should. She's and not delusional. I'm not delusional. Like they are 100 percent right. The way I've kind of been navigating my life is that yeah. oh I don't like how much weight I have. Oh I'm gonna yeah. go and get, suck get, it out. Yeah. And oh too I want to eat what I want to yeah. eat, but I also don't want to go to the gym. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not perfect. I need soft life. I need. I, need- I, I, I I'm not a gym babe. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not. That's not that's my. A whole other that's thing. not my. With gym, is it yeah. like? <laughs> Is it the people, is it actually doing the physical activity? Like so, the- one, I feel like I'm a very instant gratification type of babe. Okay, yeah. Like, I need, imed- I need the results tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Like, I need to look after just, I'm yeah. being on a treadmill and yeah. I see it straight away. Yeah, yeah. And whereas I would go to the gym, see myself in a mirror and hate what I was seeing. And then that would just be such a deterrent or like off-putting for me to even want to come back. And, th- and then the physicality of it, mm-hmm. it was just too much. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just so, it was, I just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's that's then why i was like going you know year after year and year after year doing surgeries and then obviously what's now led me to the gastric um so yeah that's what that was um yeah yeah okay thank you no worries thank you you. for your story you Mm -hmm. spoke about like how your friends or whatever your ex-friends yeah do you feel like it's something you would have done without that happening at the beginning yeah, so... Uh, you were already planning it. Yeah, I was yeah. already planning it. So it would have happened. Yeah. But I feel like where that became... Where where that situation then manifested later on in my life mm-hmm. wasn't... It wasn't... It didn't manifest in the way of, oh, someone has told me something or someone has said 
so-and-so has put on weight, mm-hmm. now let me go and do it. Mm-hmm. It manifested whereby when I then did the surgeries that I already wanted to do mm-hmm. to lose the weight, mm-hmm. it then became that scenario was an ever-playing loop in my head. Okay, whereas now, mm-hmm. so like I said to you, I would do it, lose the weight I wanted, mm-hmm. and then something would happen, I would put on weight. Yeah. I then felt a constant pressure now yeah. of having to maintain how I looked yeah. because my, the surgery look I had gone and done then became synonymous with this is who so and so is this is how she looks so then I then felt the pressure of having to maintain the upkeep associated Mm -hmm. with this new body of Mm -hmm. mine because I didn't want a situation to occur again whereby I hear oh you have you heard so and so is put on weight again because I I know that I know that that was so destabilizing the first time I heard it Mm -hmm. even though the first surgery was already in the process Mm -hmm. so it's like every time I would then put on weight as soon as I feel like this is not what it is, mm-hmm. the, the ball would start rolling on planning the second one, yeah. or the plan, like I yes. said, or the third one. And that became quite tedious because it felt like I was almost not allowing myself the grace mm-hmm. of just living my life how yes. I wanted to. How you want to. I, one, I felt the pressure of, oh, people are going to say I've put on weight again. And then two, I felt the pressure of this new identity or this new look that is synonymous with who I am mm-hmm. now. If I then drift outside the perimeters of what people know and recognize me to be then i now don't have this identity that's been my life for like the last six years and you've enjoyed it and i've enjoyed it Mm -hmm. and i do enjoy it now like while i say that hearing those things was quite upsetting Mm -hmm. at the end of the day last last i'm the one that's saving up the money to go to these places so it's never a thing whereby i am going for the validation of Mm -hmm. others well i guess that's kind of twofold Mm -hmm. I like the the BBL look, the mm-hmm. vixen look. Mm-hmm. That aesthetic mm-hmm. is me. Mm-hmm. I love that aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And whereby I understand that it's kind of an emerging thing in the UK mm-hmm. or London more specifically, mm-hmm. it's my aesthetic and I love it. Mm-hmm. So it makes me laugh so much when I hear discourse discourse online centered around like, oh, um, BBL cultures going out, are going out of fashion. Yeah. Uh, girls don't want to be like that anymore. Yeah, they yeah. want to be Kim Kardashian's taking yeah, it out. Yeah, Tim, yeah. Kim, Kim K's taking it out. Everyone's yeah. gonna be slim now. Yeah. I'm like, that's Good great for them. For them. Yeah. But to the end of ages, yeah. <laughs> I love this look. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. everything that comes yeah. with the aesthetic like, of. Well, yeah. actually, we'll go. We'll get to yeah, that we'll in get, a second. Yeah, you don't like but, it. I know what but, you don't like. Okay, <laughs> but for the most part, yeah. it's me. Yes. And while I may not have, and I know someone could say, "Oh well, you weren't born like that, so it wasn't you." Fair, fine, and true. I wasn't born like that, okay. but I learned to love the aesthetic, yeah, and I yeah. wanted it to be me, and it yeah, be- yeah. and it became me, and I love yeah, it. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was it. So it was more so one, I don't want to hear those kind of thoughts that made me sad once upon a time. And two, mm-hmm. I now have to live up to the, this expectation of what people think yeah. I am now, yes. which can become very tedious, yeah. very taxing, because it's just like the aesthetic that I am a part of, mm-hmm. there's a lot of upkeep to yeah, it. Yeah. 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 So it's like if people are expecting me to have, oh, the body long hair long lashes and and i love all of that yeah. stuff but doing it repetitively yeah. all the time yeah. is very it's a lot yeah. so that that became while i was also one chasing the high of always looking the way i wanted to look i was also chasing like i don't even know how to word it but more so like this is the life i've created for myself now mm-hmm. i have to i have to maintain it mm-hmm. do you know what i mean yeah. so that became a lot i can really relate in that sense and it's only hearing you um, talk about it that it's actually clicked to me like oh that's what's going on with yeah you. in the sense that obviously I had my gastric sleeve mm. and yes I'm aware I'm not the size I was before yeah 
but it's also like mine is more like Leo. You've made that announcement that you've taken out eighty percent of your stomach. Yeah. And mostly when people take out eighty percent of their stomach, they look a certain way. And yes. you don't look that way. So it's like a. Mm, and it, I've had situations where, like, I've heard someone said, or da da da, or like, you know, Africans, they can make a comment or two, or like, oh, what's happened? Has it stopped? Is it not working again? Yeah. Like, bro, come on. So it's like, it's not nice. It's, it's not nice. And it does fuel you. Mm-hmm. And maybe that shouldn't be our fuel, but mm-hmm. it does. And mm-hmm. it, that's where I'm like so hard on myself with like gym, on like, okay, what can I do now? What can I do now? Like, to, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because as you said, it's. I've made this announcement. I've, I've decided this is what I want to do and I'm not getting there. Mm. And it is about me thinking, like, what are other people thinking? Mm. Are they thinking, oh, she, she just can't do it. Or, mm. she, she, I'm not even eating, Sha. Their money, their, their stomach is gone. <laughs> my, it just, it's, my body's just not doing what it's supposed to yeah. do. And a part of it is me. A part of me, yes, I want to achieve that thing, hence why I cut out my stomach. But yeah, I have to admit, a part of it is like, I don't like people. I don't want to hear those. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to hear those comments. Mm. And the only way I'm never going to hear, well, people always talk, but I'm never going to hear those comments about my weight is if I get to a certain size. Mm-hmm. So that is fueling me. I'm not going to lie. That is like a lot of the time why I'm able to get up at 6 a.m. Mm. and go to, go to the gym. Mm. Yes, it's for me, but it is the comments. Mm. It is. I don't. I don't want to hear it, and I want to be 100% comfortable where I am. Mm-hmm. And I. But my thing as well is do you feel like you have a look and you know, okay, once I get there, or do you think it's always going to be like, actually, let me tweak it a bit here, let me tweak it a bit there, let me... It's a, it's a hard one because it's like, you always look at something and feel like, oh, like, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, now, like, I've had two breast reductions. Mm-hmm. I used to have, I think my breasts were size, like, I had a G cup. Mm-hmm. And then now I'm, I think I'm probably at a double D or D. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Now, because I was thinking, like after the gastric's done, oh, I might want to get, I want to get some implants. Might re- oh, you yeah, I was thinking, but yeah. no, I think my goal was always have smaller breasts and for them to be up, like upright. Yeah, yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So whereas now I have a natural sag that doesn't make me feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, let me just go and get some implants yeah, and have them stand up. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, maybe. I don't know, maybe it isn't. I don't know. It could be a constant chase for perfection. Mm-hmm. I don't. But the thing is, it's per, it's perfect. If, if if it is, in my case, it's perfection according to my standards. my standards. Okay. It's not like I'm chasing this ideal that the world has put out there. Yeah. I want to be comfortable in my body, yeah, and I want to yeah. know, and I, I I know what that looks like for me. Yeah. So it's not like right now, like rolling my breasts. Are, I'm happy with them, yeah. but it's like oh, if I have the money to do so, I'll go and do I'll it. Do, do you know what yeah. I mean? So yeah, it's more so that. Um, and also to add, I think even with the surgery stuff, because I think when I when I speak to my friends or people who I then get comfortable with, they're like, "Where are you getting this money from?" <laughs> because when no, I was no, when, honestly, I, when I was calculating how much money I've spent on surgery today, like I said, it has been over a five year period. I mm-hmm. think I think well well without the without the gastric, it will be thirty four thousand pounds, and that's over the course of from then to here, and that's obviously with the surgery, but the getting to DR is not cheap. Yeah. And I went, I, the last time I went, I went when the whole red zone stuff was oh, happening. Yeah, so yeah, I had to go did, and stay yeah. in Spain for a yeah. bit because I didn't want to then have to stay in a red yeah. red list hotel, hotel or whatever. Like so it's, whatever. it's like 34,000 pounds yeah. over the course of five years. And it's tasking. Yeah. And whereby like the income I make is enough for me to survive and live. But it's like, if I'm then trying to survive and live, but I'm trying to do this at the side, it then means that certain sacrifices over the course of my adulthood and yeah. like preteens well not preteens but you yeah. know what I mean yeah, yeah. have had to be made so mm-hmm. like anytime I have a surgery that I'm planning I don't go out not outside because there's no all. there's there's no additional because yeah. really 
realistically, depending on how long I'm taking to save up for it, um, like I have to, I will then have to work out, okay, how much needs to be saving a month. If it's anywhere in excess of like 600 pounds to like a thousand pounds a month, I then can't be going outside and jajaying my body everywhere. I have to like buckle down. But I think I've always been inclined that way that when when I want something and I put my mind to it, I can do it. So even though sacrificing at times have been upsetting because it's like, I'll look at my friends and it's like, I don't want to wake up one day and feel like my whole twenties have passed me by because I've been in the house majority of the time saving for things to make me happy. Like it is important as well as looking into the future as to what I want to look like then to also live in the present and enjoy what I'm going through. So that's something that I've really come to terms with recently that I need to also find a way to enjoy in the moment as well as thinking about the enjoyment of the future. Do you know what I mean? Um, Because just, I, I think I got into a space whereby I was, it was work, home, work, overtime, home, save money, work, overtime, home. And then it's like, I, I kind of felt like I was becoming a slave to myself. Mm. Like there was no enjoyment outside of working so hard so mm. I could pay for my surgery. So yeah. it's like this time around, how I've done the whole saving process has been completely different to like the other surgeries whereby die by force. Yeah. I have to enjoy myself while I'm also saving up for it because I don't want to become like a zombie yeah. that all 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 my life's purpose is just saving up money for, for surgeries. Yeah. No, I have to I have to live my life like a normal 26 year old. So yeah, that's 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 how it's been. Yeah. Okay. So do you still think there's parts like for your body that you need to come to accept? Like just like Leave it alone. This part, I just need to accept that this is like this way. Um, are there? Uh, okay, so we, the boobs are a complicated one. Whereby they were so big, like they started off being so big. But the ideal cup size I wanted at the beginning of like the 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 journey, I guess, with my boobs, I wanted them to be a C or a B cup. Ideally a B cup. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first ever time I had a consultation before surgery for my breast reduction, the doctor was just like, well, of course we can reduce them, but where you're trying to start and go to <laughs> cannot be obtained over yeah, one yeah. period. Yeah. So I was like, okay, the first time I did it, I went from a G to like a E. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, smaller than before, yeah. it's fine. So then when I did it the second time, I was like, well, if we're if we're at an E now, yeah. surely we can go to a B yeah. within the next for the next setting so when they did it and i was clear as day Mm -hmm. i need them to be small yeah i want them to be tiny that's what that's what that's what i want yeah i came out and i just said what's going on (laughs) maybe it's just small they're still here and then i just said to myself and i was like to the doctor did you hit you didn't hear what i said and they were just like even though it is from e to a b that's still a large jump like that still can't be obtained and she was like to go to where you want to go to, she was like, essentially, you would need to do that surgery whereby you literally don't have boobs anymore. Like, you are, like, removing them. She was just like, well, and you know what? It probably will differ from doctor to doctor, but the doctor that I trusted to go to just said that, um, I think sometimes, I I think what she, I don't know the, the name of the surgery, but, like, when women, like, if they have breast cancer and they have to get their boobs removed, that, yeah, that's what she likened it to. And, I mean, she never she never gave me an option of doing that. Okay. But then I just thought, if we're still at E and what are we going to next, and it's not going to get yeah. to a B anytime soon, maybe I am just going to have to come to terms with the way they are. Yeah. And am I at that stage yet? Now I don't no, know. No. I don't think so. Yeah, you think you might I'm still like, mm, okay. like maybe we'll see. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. 
But I feel like a lot of the reason also why it was like, I didn't want to give up when it came to the boobs. Um, because they were so big once upon a time, it was very, like, I remember being a child and even, like, even in uni, to mm-hmm. be fair, looking for bras mm-hmm. was impossible. Mm-hmm. And it, I could never just find bras I liked just at shop. Mm-hmm. Then when, you know, Pretty Little Thing, Boohoo, and all yeah. these online websites started coming, yes. popping up, nothing wasn't, I could, nothing, I would buy something and then my boobs would just make it look horrible. Yeah, yeah. Or three, I, or another thing, I couldn't find clothes that would even fit. Mm-hmm. And then I, I remember the first time when I was going to Croatia, a big reason why I was like, no, these boobs need to go. Um, when I'm then looking for bikinis for my first ever like girls holiday, yeah. I can't look on Pretty Little Thing. Mm-hmm. They didn't, didn't, at that time, yeah. I think Pretty Little Thing was fairly new at yeah. the time. Yeah. They didn't have anything that was aesthetically pleasing for, I, th- I would say, someone my age. Mm-hmm. Like, everything was, like, granny stuff. Yeah. Like, po- <laughs> yeah. like, like I remember, I distinctly remember my oh. mind, like, I was looking on, like, m Yeah. And I was like, what am I doing yeah. on m Like, yeah, it was yeah. like a, po- like, I remember that, like, in the 50s, it was like a polka dot <laughs> white bra with dots. And I was just like what's going on I want lace I want lace I want you know something sassy <laughs> so then that's why I was like it has to go yeah they've come a long way now they've though, come I a lot like now like they've now, come a yeah, lot such they, a long way they're, they're more lace and yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's definitely more yeah, body but inclusive but at that time you, yeah. so even in addition to mm-hmm. me wanting to the surgeries for myself I felt like the outside world was not accommodating oh, to the size that I was so it, really they I felt like these websites were saying to me ah have a loose weight carried in these boobs change or, it or you want to get cute do you get it so then it's like I kind of even though I feel like I had to grow to love it um, grow to want to my boobs to be different mm. because I, I was just tired of living in a world where I felt like nothing was accommodating oh, to me 100%. so that um, yeah that was also a, a big motivation as to why I was like yeah mm. the boobs have to go I can agree with you like just touching on fashion really mm. quickly like growing up bigger so you're saying like you know like granny mm. you, do you remember like mufty days yeah at school like oh my god i would struggle I really because why should i be going to shop with my mom in next it's and not like, like matalan like, <laughs> like, like, yeah. like do you know what i mean like why can't i dress up like my peers mm. no it's annoying that it's only now and i'm i'm, I'm happy for like the younger generation yeah. that they can like be plus size and still like dress like their peers and still look cute. Exactly. But that was a time. A time Jeez. I did not uh, not enjoy at all. And it's like, I remember when, when if you had bigger boobs and you were younger, it's not like, when it came to bra shopping, for me at least, mm-hmm. it was always, oh, you have to book a consultation and they'll measure your dear yeah. And I just thought, <laughs> I just want to go to just pick it up, <laughs> pick up a bra and go home. Yeah. What's all of this? Oh, book a consultation. Somebody needs to, sh- sh- I just said, oh, what's yeah. that? Yeah. So that was, so it was just, it just felt like I wasn't able to enjoy life being mm-hmm. bigger. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think maybe subconsciously that then made it as I got older where I was like, to me is actually do or die be slimmer or i'm not i'm not with it yeah do you know what i mean so yeah that's that's how that was i feel like society definitely does that and that's why i'm i feel like obviously people shouldn't be mean about Mm. other people's weight that's not what i'm saying Mm. but i do feel like it that's why it doesn't surprise me that people have like gastric sleeves and they have this and they have that because sorry um yeah that's why it doesn't surprise me that people have procedures because society isn't very kind to people that don't have a certain body image whether mm-hmm. that is like clothing whether it's media it's it's hard mm-hmm. so i just think we do need to be kinder to people in the sense of that i feel like people are so quick to judge it will literally 
I will see online be the same person body shaming in one post that will be the same person shaming someone for having surgery in the next. Yeah, yeah. It's mind-blowing. And that's all. And I didn't... And there was... I think when, I, when it comes to my surgeries, at least, two things I didn't anticipate was, one, having such backlash to having surgery. Really? Was yeah. the first thing. The because as far as yeah. I was concerned was was... You've not made the world itself has not been very accommodating to me being mm-hmm. big. Mm-hmm. Has made me then feel insecure about being big. I then give in to you know what what your body ideals are and decide mm-hmm. to make a change to mm-hmm. somehow fit whatever stereotype there is of what people want. Yep. And then now I'm oh wow like yeah. you went and got surgery done like look at you and I just thought. And then that's what me just made me realise, well then I can't win then no, can I? Because it really I'm damned if I do and I'm damned if I don't. Exactly. So that yeah that was definitely something that was interesting and oftentimes especially when i'm talking to my male friends they always will say things like um they can't like i'll say to them when i when i was 19 or 18 thinking about surgery i didn't because most of the reason i was getting it done was for myself did i then anticipate at like 25 26 where where i then have the body i guess i like now the the harassment that yeah. would come with it yes no what is that like and, th- because sometimes I feel like I'm almost not allowed to be upset by the level of harassment because because I made the decision to go and do it but I made the decision as a 19 year old who wasn't happy with her body not thinking that I was then going to be 26 feeling like I'm being sexualized every single day of my life like that that wasn't in the cards for me when I made the initial decision um it's I mean, the attention was nice at first Mm -hmm. because it's like oh I'm feeling validated I'm feeling seen yeah but then it's like if I'm if it's Sunday and I want to pop down to Lidl, yeah. no, I don't want to feel harassed yeah. when I'm alone and by myself yeah. and, I'm, and I'm just wearing whatever. I don't I don't want to feel like that mm-hmm, at all. Mm-hmm. And whereby now I've had, now had surgery for five years. I've I've had all these operations and it's been five years. The concept of surgery is not new to me, mm-hmm. nor is the concept of how I look mm-hmm. is it's not new to me. Mm-hmm. So when I guess new people who see me see me and they're so I guess in awe of it mm-hmm. and they just like sometimes they're just so forward Mm -hmm. it's so off-putting and now it makes me angry because Mm -hmm. it's just like go away like why are you so annoying but i guess sometimes i guess i'm not looking at it from their lens whereby they're not used they've never seen someone who looks i mean i don't care i'm sorry like okay like act like a human being literally that's what it is if that's like me going to like china be like oh well we're harassing because you know they've never seen a black person yeah obviously it's not the same thing yeah but like that's not the excuse we're gonna Mm -hmm. use i don't care if you've never seen a no really to be fair at the end of the day that is what it should be but i just wasn't used to i wasn't prepared for that how like the harassment would come and then I guess that's more, and it may it got to a point whereby when I would be going out alone, I would have so much anxiety about yeah. going out by myself because Imagine. I know how people are going to respond to me when I'm walking down the street. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the sexual advances can be really direct and really forceful. Really? And then it's just like, and whereby I feel like I'm someone who I can hold my own. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, but what if there is a girl who's in my similar position, but she's not as vocal and yeah. she, and that doesn't make her feel as comfortable? Yeah. That must be so like alienating yeah. for her so that that's that's definitely been something crazy and i think even more so even in a broader sense of dating it's like now if if someone is if someone says they're interested in me i don't know if they're genuinely interested in me or they just like what i look yeah, like yeah, yeah. and it's like i don't then I, at times i kind of 
struggle between the like oh am I just this like sexual objects for men now mm. whereby like they're just like oh I just oh I want to see what it's like with someone with a BPL yeah, yeah, yeah. or are they actually interested in you know who yeah, I, am? I am so yeah. kind of making that dis- like distinguishing between those things has been like more than difficult mm-hmm. um yeah, has been, that has been more than difficult trying to navigate through. It's still something I've still I still have to like actively yeah, yeah. look at every time I get into a situation with someone. But those are definitely two things I would not have been able to anticipate yeah. at the time. Well, yeah, of course. Well, as you said, you were young. You mm. weren't thinking like, okay, how's this going to affect my dating life? As, no, at you all. Thinking, I just want to be a babe. It's literally, literally. Yeah. Oh, I get that completely. And you said like sometimes it's been direct. Is it like... Literally. So like if I'm walking down the street, just being, just making comments about my bum, or just like, okay, yeah. it's just, yeah. it's just like it just makes it me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, it's course. just like why are you? Why? Or if someone will approach me on the street and they're trying to speak to me, they're talking but they're they're looking at my bum oh. or they're looking at my shape, yeah. and then I'm just like, they don't even hide it. Can you pretend? Like it's just like, like yeah. I'm just like, and then it becomes it, you start feeling like. I start feeling secondary to my own body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, oh, my body is the main attraction. Yeah. And then I am just, uh, if, yeah. if anyone cares. Yeah. So yeah. do you see what I mean? So yeah. that, that's, that started feeling upsetting because it's just like, I didn't feel like myself anymore. I felt mm-hmm. like disconnected from my body in yeah. a sense. Yeah. So, and whereby naturally, I, I like very form, form like hugging kind of clothes. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. doesn't help that that's the kind of clothes I enjoy anyway. Yeah, and then yeah. I have the body I, help, yeah. I have yeah. because it draws more attention naturally. Yeah. So it got to a point, even with like just being in my area and running errands, anytime I was running errands alone, I would then feel a necessity to buy bigger clothing mm. just to hide it. Yeah. And then I was just like, I still, I mean, I still do it from time to time. It just really just depends on how I am that yeah. day. But then it's like, I should wear, be able to wear whatever I want, you wherever should. I want to wear it and I, not feel yes. like I'm going to be harassed or stared at. Yeah. But then it's like, at the back of my mind, even though I'm like, yeah, I could, should be able to, no one should be able to make me feel uncomfortable. I always then have like a voice at the back of my head that's like, okay, cool, you feel like that. But then you put yourself in this predicament though. Okay. So, yeah. and I know that's probably not the best stance to take on the on I it. understand why yeah. it's your stance, but it's not the correct mm-hmm. one. Like, no. Like, we need to you know what I always used to, to liken it animals. to if you if a child sees a like a hot stove and then puts their hand in the hot stove mm-hmm. and then you cry about it mm-hmm. you're the one that put your hand there but so why are you did then they, upset did they do that to make themselves happy or were they just being fast <laughs> do you <laughs> like, see what I mean you know and it may be my it may be a micro and I will I always say to my friends if I could turn back the hands of time and not get any surgical work done because I I knew what my life would now be at this age i wouldn't ever take any of it back okay that's so at the end of the day i'm happy with everything mm-hmm. i've done I, I i guess i just thank god that i've never had any complications yes. i've never been you know quote unquote botched or anything yeah. like that yeah but would i take anything back no, no. like i love the way i look yeah. so yeah that's really that's really what that is yeah. i think that's important the fact that you love the way the fact that you love the way that you look, mm. that's then definitely all the other, the harassment, da, 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 that just needs mm. to stop. It's not a, oh, I shouldn't have done this yeah. because of that. No, it's never, just not, okay, never. Cool. Cool. Okay, so what advice would you give to anyone who is thinking about getting any sort of cosmetic procedure? I would say, I think, I think the big, the biggest advice I would give is, is mainly based on the things I think have been most helpful to me during mm-hmm. my journey. Mm-hmm. So I would say... If you're if you're considering surgery, finding like a surgery advisor or a surgery coordinator, okay. um, that would be really helpful because 
typically the people who are surgery coordinators they've had surgery themselves or they're very versed in that in that kind of in that field mm -hmm. so they can kind of give you like a roundaway breakdown of what you'll need um what you should what you like they'll be able to answer your questions really thoroughly mm -hmm. so my second time my first time i went to dr i had a um i had a consultant she was based in america she was based in new york so i had to pay for her services and she she had the service called um um, I think it was all the way, all the way surgery consultancy, and she helped me find a doctor. She helped me pick a villa to stay in the recovery home. Oh, wow. She answered all the questions I had um, at the time. So it's like I felt very supported throughout my journey. Yes. And then naturally, because she was my coordinator answering my questions, mm -hmm. I then became very versed on, yes. on like. Yeah, yeah. all things surgery yeah, so like yeah. when my friends now consider surgery they'll come and ask me yeah. and i feel like i'm in a position whereby i can advise because yeah. i know so much now yeah so that is really useful and two the the like the surgery community on instagram is so it's such a beautiful community honestly speaking because girls who are considering surgery have had surgery or what we like to call vets mm -hmm. they are able to just there's always just a, like a a circle yes. of information going around yeah. all the time so even if you can't afford the consultancy services because i remember in pounds i think it was about 200 pounds mm -hmm. i had to pay mm -hmm. you'll have a vet who's more than happy happy for you to speak to her on instagram mm. and you have you just have a community of sisters who yeah. really do understand you yeah. because most of the girls i followed on instagram were from america mm -hmm. um like even some of them now i'm really good friends of them yeah. i'm one one of them who i spoke to a lot of the time during um during my second surgery mm -hmm. process She's she's coming to London yeah. um, at the end of the month before I go yeah. and I'm meeting her. Yeah. So it's like you really have like a sisterly bond I because love they understand How you. How do you get to these things for the people that don't know? Like, is it do you just goop? type in the search bar so norm normally um what i what i would so so you can just make a normal instagram and then mm -hmm. a lot of the people g surgery girls refer to themselves as dolls so they'll oh, typically okay. have the um the surgeon they're going to like let's say it's dr chang mm -hmm. it will be like chang doll 2023 like okay. that's a lot of their usernames okay. follow that kind of fo okay. format okay. and then um so you can follow like real self is really mm -hmm. good i think that's like a that's more so a website like a forum okay. and then on, on instagram um you have uh, am i am i allowed to say people's hat names are they private people no no they have open yeah, yeah. so um once someone i found really helpful surgeon um surgeon made curves um she also she she did consultancy work with cardi b as well oh, nice. so she's she's really popular and she kind of has an online surgery platform that's open as well and then my coordinator was beauty and the surgeon mm -hmm. yeah beauty and the surgeon her name's marie she had a um she's the one i did the consultancy services with and then in those comments you'll see those dolls with similar at names cool. like i've said yeah you'll follow them they'll follow you yeah. then they'll post something and with other people so that's how you kind of build your yeah. network through stuff like that yeah. so yeah i found that really helpful and yeah i think those are those are kind of like my biggest like mm -hmm. support systems while i was new yeah. and trying to figure out where to go yeah i think that's so important i'm not against surgery mm -hmm. i'm against ill-advised surgery mm -hmm. um and I'm, that's that's the only thing i'm against in regards to yeah. surgery because i know it can be like life-threatening mm -hmm. so i think it's so good that there's a community out there that can tell mm -hmm. you go this do this I, i've learned from this i wouldn't do this next mm -hmm. time i think that's really important if you're someone thinking about those things mm -hmm. definitely i feel like the gastric sleeve community does have similar things mm -hmm. it would be um the tag is usually VSG. Yeah. If you just type that in on Instagram, you'll find a lot of people. Um, I will also say Rainer PT. 
um, she's amazing. She's a PT who deals with people. So if you're if you are into the gym thing, mm-hmm. um, she deals with um, clients who have had gastric because it's a different body journey. Um, and also um, Katita VSG. These are um, Katita's American. Um, very very informative and then the last one is nikki vsg and why i would say she's my favorite because she's similar to me as in she had a um gastric sleeve and she she i think she looks amazing Mm -hmm. but of course it's like people always expect um sorry vsg underscore nikki um people expect you to kind of have like a certain look after mm-hmm. and she's still quite thick mm-hmm. but she works like she works hard she looks amazing so yeah those are three that i would um recommend um do you have any questions for me like yeah i was thinking yeah, one on. yeah, so it. you see you mentioned how like you've gotten it done and you had a look that mm-hmm. you was going for mm-hmm. was that did you still want to was your was your aim to be really slim or mm-hmm. were you still hoping to still have a bit of you know Wait to you, do you and why? Do you feel like you're disappointed with your? Results? I'm 100 disappointed. Okay, and I actually, I feel like, okay. So I, I wanted to have like my bum, yeah, and I think, but I actually did want to be skinny. I've yeah. never been skinny before. I wanted to mm. try it. Yeah, <laughs> like that was like, literally what it is, and it's like mm. obviously, obviously as well. If I'm paying for a procedure, mm-hmm. let it be drastic. Yeah. So yes, I am. Like I'm not. I don't regret doing it, but yeah, I am disappointed with the results, especially because I know I didn't do anything to hinder it. If I did, I would put my hands up and be like, maybe I shouldn't have done this. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. But yo, I worked hard. Like I, I was always at the gym. I obviously physically couldn't eat anyway, and I got sick as well, which mm-hmm. is just all annoying to not achieve what I had in my head. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't say a size, but definitely I wanted to be skinny. Mm-hmm. Sorry, and, I, I, and and I'm not like. As I said, like I've had a, a plus size body all my life, mm-hmm. but it was it was something that I did want to achieve, hence why I made the choice to have the surgery. So yeah, it was disappointing for me. I'll be honest. Do you know why it is that you've? I mean, they always say it kind of varies in terms of how much weight you will lose anyway. Mm-hmm. But has that kind of been the answer when you've when you've spoken to like your the people you went to and yeah. said why is it I've not lost more? Exactly. I think everyone always says everyone's journey is different, yeah. and I know people say that, but why did it have to be mine? But um, yeah. So it is that it was that, and they're like, okay, maybe you should like cut out this completely. Very, I'm very skeptical of that mm. because like I don't like I'm like you. Also, I want to enjoy my life. Yeah. I don't. Um, I don't excessively eat because I physically cannot. Yeah. But I don't want it to be like well, you can never have pasta again, and that's yeah. how it's gonna stay off. Yeah. That's just not sustain- sustainable yeah. for me. Um, and I think what frustrates me is obviously there's a community and they're all lovely, but I'll see people who like the whole procedure, they didn't touch the gym once and they are like a size two. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's like, oh my God, so what? what? Like, why? Why my body? Why? Um, so no, I don't have a reason. I think that's what's more annoying. Obviously, I'm a year and a half, I want to say. Yeah, a year and a half, like post-op. So I'm still working at it i'm still switching it up like mm-hmm. now i don't eat red meat now i'm intermittent fasting and i'm like, trying to see is that gonna work mm-hmm. so i'm still on the journey but i can say like right now no i'm not happy mm-hmm. what, what, were the, what were some of like the biggest surprises that you like or things that you didn't thought think would happen after you started losing weight like what was the most surprising thing about the whole journey really uh most surprising thing Oh my god! I know, I knew I wasn't gonna be able to eat, but not being able to eat, <laughs> like, really, yeah, like proper not being a like and not being hungry. I thought it was gonna be like 
you can't eat, but you're kind of still hungry. I was literally, like, not hungry. And it's like, I couldn't remember a time in my life when I wasn't, I could eat. You know mm. what I mean? Like, maybe when you're not that hungry, but someone's like, oh, I'm getting a Chinese. You're like, I could eat. Yeah. Like, no, I cannot eat. I don't want it. I'm not. So that was actually quite surprising. Um, Is it a feeling of bloatedness or just, I just don't want to eat? Pressure. So when you're full, pressure on your stomach. Other than that, yeah, you just don't want to eat. Like, you're just not hungry. Mm. It's really hard to explain, but you're just not hungry. Like, you know, when you're bored at home, normally you can just sit and you're like, mm, let me go snack or something. Yeah. No. It's not even that. It's not even that. The day comes... If you, you can lie in bed the whole day, you won't eat. Yeah, so that was odd. Um, and even though I still didn't lose as much as I thought, there was still definitely a change in people's, like, behaviours towards you, which is very odd. And just even touching on that, I'm not sure, but if, if I correct me if mm-hmm. I'm wrong, have you been have you been someone that's kind of been more plus size like majority of your majority life? Of my life? So, how would you compare and contrast like the differences in terms of how people's treatment of you has been? Nails. Wow. That okay. Nice. So, yeah. So, so you feel like they've been nicer. Yeah. Oh, Mad, wow. right? Yeah. So like in like the club and stuff like that, just more chill like, I'm a very like duh, 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 duh. Yeah. and I feel like before it kind of was met like a <laughs> whereas now it's like hey girl like duh, duh, duh. it's so odd it's actually girls wow. that I've seen the difference in mm-hmm. um, yeah because I guess somewhat if they even as a girl if, they, if they're if they seeing you as quote unquote more desirable mm-hmm. that they're more willing to have you around that's so sad yeah and it is <laughs> but it is that's, yeah. that's, that's what it is and, yeah. and sometimes even I guess even with me because I I think when people look at me, they have a particular perception of how they think I'm going to be. And you're not. And the thing is, I am (laughs) so far from what people think or think I'm going to act like or think I'm going to speak like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, when I meet people and I'm like, oh, they think that because we look similar, yes. that we're all gonna, we're gonna click up, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, yeah, or we're yeah. gonna be the girls, girls going to tape. Yeah. And then even though, don't trust me, trust me. Don't get me wrong. I love a party. I know. I, I love a party. But yeah. then, am I a mean girl that's going to be just? Picking my friends based yeah. on aesthetics yeah. never has been me yeah. and never will be me. I I so yeah. I guess I can I can relate to girls thinking you'll be a certain way yeah. based on how you look from yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of lens. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. Yeah, that was what blew me. I was like, oh, okay. But you know how I was saying earlier how I feel like um, with the guys treating you better kind of thing, mm-hmm. how it's like, oh, you kind of have to vet out more if they're if they're like seriousness, if they're like really serious. I guess it's also a good thing because if if they are if they if i feel like they are treating me a certain way because of how they think i look mm-hmm. then I, it's easier for me to just be like oh i don't know yes where whereby if there had been a consistency in my look from childhood to now mm-hmm. it would i think it'd be a bit harder for me to, to like determine what's real and what's not yeah. whereby now i know the little things to look for to yeah. know if they're genuinely interested yeah. or not and then it's easier for me to be like nah no. this ain't yeah. it yeah no, yeah no, bye but i feel like with men it's a bit tough because Men do go by looks. Yeah. Let's be real. Like, they could actually genuinely like mm-hmm. you. Obviously, at first, it is like, I'm enamored by the way she looks. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that. Da, 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 da. And then they'll get to know your personality, which is really dope. So, yeah. they'll be like, oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it would be more that. Yeah. But then, obviously, there would be that. Wouldn't even try to get to know the personality. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... If you could just like con- like when you got to Turkey, just mm-hmm. condense how the journey was, how the doctors were, what they spoke to you about, Ooh. that oh, kind of stuff. Yes, Turkey, lovely, like you, very nice, very simple, lovely procedure. Um, <laughs> my doctor, I would recommend if you're getting a sleeve, his name is Doctor Ismail. He's very strict. 
I would say that. Like, okay, why do you say that? Because everyone else's doctors, like, for example, so the day after they could have, like, juice. And he was like, he made us, like, we, what's it, zero, nil to mouth for, like, two days. And then after it was, like, just water. Like, he was not playing. He's like, you are not going to break my sleeve. Like, yeah, so he's very strict. And then he runs down everything that you can no, that you can no longer do mm. after you... Um, get the sleeve like yeah. you cannot eat this you cannot do this you cannot da, 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 da. so I would say he was strict in that sense but he was very lovely um, also what I liked you had like a full body test after um, before mm-hmm. so even though I didn't get the results I want like finding out certain things like pre-diabetic and like um, fatty liver grade and all the stuff like that finding out all those things about you especially if you've always been big but after the pandemic got a lot during and after pandemic got a lot bigger finding out there was actually like issues with your health mm-hmm. and if you didn't do this now it could have affected you that yeah. was i'm very grateful that they offered that um the whole hospital felt like a hotel room it was really nice yeah it was literally like i guess what a private would be here i mean I, I, maybe because i've never been to a private hospital yeah, in the I'm uk not, or and I'm, I'm i don't really visit the hospital yeah, a lot, yeah, to be yeah. fair Turkish hospitals are beautiful. What? Right? They, hotel they literally look like museums. Yeah. <laughs> no, literally like art museums. It's scary. Like, I didn't yeah. expect, and not even because it's like a foreign hospital. I just always expect hospitals to look ugly and, yeah. and, and, and like bleak. Yeah. But it was so pretty. Right? They're like TV. Literally. And, like, I feel like, like I was in the Tate Modern. Yeah, like, no, it was so no, nice. No, yeah. So I, that made me comfortable. Like, yeah. As well as well that unexplainable pain you said, I was just wanted to touch on that. I was like, yes. Like, I feel like I've been hit by a bus after. Oh. Oh gosh. But I think yours would have been worse because you maybe because you had two procedures, so it's like the pain's from everywhere. It was like an itch and my body was really <laughs> itchy. And I just remember my bum was so hard. No. Like I couldn't well, you can't sit on it anyway, but mm. it was just hard. Like I literally looked like a robot. That's no. like a transformer. Because like, tra- everything was just so blocky <laughs> yeah. at first. Do you know what I mean? Of course with time it loosened up, but at first I was just like, Oh my goodness, what have yeah, I done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I was like, What have I done because of the pain? Mm. Like, what is this? Mm. Ow. But yeah, I get that. Uh, yeah. and just and, and well i guess the last question for mm-hmm. me were you ever concerned about losing too much weight because i get it like even if you were a bigger person there is still I, i've seen loads yes. of really big people yes and then they lose the weight and yes. they they become really skinny, skinny. where it, it almost looks sickly yeah and that's something that i am and was really scared about uh-huh. when i was considering the whole thing yeah yeah i, I was scared of mm. that i was scared of like that with the loose skin mm. which i can say is the only benefit for me losing it very slowly i don't have a lot of loose skin because okay. i didn't lose it but yeah i was scared of being like have you watched the episode of family guy where what when like the woman comes out of the hospital and her skin is all saggy the, yeah. listen that was something i was just thinking about but it's just because and another thing i think also the control aspect whereby with the bbl and stuff you have to wear garments. If you don't wear the garments, it doesn't help you. If it's like it's more so a like a cause and reaction kind of yes. relationship with the BBL, yeah. whereby it sounds like yeah. the gastric it's whatever your body decides it wants 100%. to do and that's the fear because it's like i have no control really yeah, over yeah, what my I results stop it. Like, i can't stop, stop it yeah, yeah. if i get to a weight and i'm like okay this is cool yeah. my body might be like ah, yeah oh, i want to keep going i want to keep going yeah. so yeah. yeah it's tough do you know how much percentage you're taking out so um the the lady i was talking about surgeon made curves she did a mini okay. so she's had she's had bbo and lipo procedures too but she recently did a mini mm-hmm. well i think maybe like a year and a half ago she did one and she said that she opted to do the mini now i don't think the mini one is like an official like procedure but mm-hmm. the mini is whereby from what she explained that they would take up between 50 and 60 percent okay and instead of the 80 to 85 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so 
I think that's just a conversation I'm gonna have to, with the so, with the team when I get there yeah. because I just don't know where I fall. Because yeah. some days I'm like, let me do sixty, but then some days I'm like, oh no, I probably should do the eighty. Mm. But I obviously will so, say to them what my concerns are that I just don't want to lose too much weight. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, they might give you like a diet plan that yeah, would, uh, do kind of I mean? aid me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like maybe if you eat more of these and mm. the, 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 but in liquid form, I don't know. Mm. I'm still yeah, I think. But yeah, I think that's everything. Everything from you. That's all for okay. me. Thank you so much. No Thank problem. you for speaking. Thank you for sharing. Guys, if you have any questions, send them to me, you know, send it to my guest. Um, <laughs> share it. But I really hope you enjoyed this. I hope it was informative. And honestly, if you have any questions, please send them through to the good space. And thank you for listening. Thank you for, thank no you for sharing. No worries.